What's up? And welcome to Espresso with Erin and Sarit, the show where you go to gain the confidence and self-empowerment that you need to live your best and most authentic life. Tough love conversations to reveal the simple truths that will transform your relationships, your body, and your bank account. We are your hosts. I'm Erin. And I'm Sarit. And we are on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and financial habits that have transformed ours. Good morning. And welcome to the show. I see somebody who I know that you were out for surgery. <sighs> and you are back, Miss Josie in the house. Josie. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Good morning, you guys, and great to see you here. I feel like you guys really liked yesterday's conversation, and we're so happy and grateful, and I really hope that today tops it off. <laughs> But man, like yesterday's topic is going to be really hard to top off. So, yeah. love. Love. Mm-hmm. Love. Let's start by defining love, actually. Okay. The Merriam-Webster's Dictionary defines love as strong affection for another arising out of kinship or personal ties, attraction based on sexual desire. I would call that lust, but I'm not Merriam-Webster Dictionary. Affection and tenderness felt by lovers. Like that's a feeling of love, okay? Affection based on admiration, benevolence, mm. or common interests. Nice. An assurance of affection. An assurance of affection would be love in action. I'm assured of your love by the affection you show me used in a sentence thank you all right so then i also wanted to actually go to wikipedia what does wikipedia have to say about love encompasses a range of strong and positive emotional and mental states from the most sublime virtue or good habit the deepest interpersonal affection to the simplest pleasure Okay, but one thing that it says in here that I saw is that it is usually a feeling of strong attraction or emotional attachment because that can be to anything, not just a person. No matter who you are, no matter where you're at, No matter what you believe in, no matter what color you are, no matter what religion you choose, no matter what gender you are or choose to identify as, no matter what size shoe you wear, no matter, no matter, no matter, no matter, every single human being let's just talk about humans because I don't know what it's like to be another being. Needs love. Or we die. Maybe we're alive. 
but not necessarily feeling alive without love. It's like an internal death. A living body with no love is internally dead. <laughs> that was good. A living body with no love is internally dead. Yes. Can somebody quote that? A living body with no love is internally dead. That's going to be somewhere in a quote book or online with my name underneath it someday. A living body with no love is internally dead. Tweet that. Open your tweeter. Let me see your tweeter. Hashtag Aaron Atwood. Sounds weird. Let me see your tweeter. Tweeter. Show me the tweeter. Okay. Love. In my own personal belief and opinion for self before anything else. Love for you. You are self. Love for other people. And love for different opportunities, things, hobbies, activities that bring you fulfillment and make you feel alive. Love for yourself, love for others, and love for things that make you feel alive. Repeat that. Love for yourself. Mm -hmm. Love for other people, that's fulfilling in itself. And love for other things that bring you fulfillment and make you feel alive. This is coming off the top of my head. These are the things I'm thinking that are the most important to have love for. Please drop your favorite emoji. If you feel like ever since you've joined this page, regardless of whatever program you're coaching in, maybe you're not coaching in any of them currently, but drop your favorite emoji if you feel like your level of just fulfillment in life has increased since joining this, this group. Drop your favorite emoji. Some of them are just coaching in the Espresso with Erin and Sarit program. That's totally fine. Whatever level of coaching you're doing, it doesn't matter. Happy to be here. I just had a really great thought, but I'll let you finish the thing that you're on. And the reason why you guys are dropping these emojis, and for one, thank you. Thank you so much. It is like, you guys have no idea how fulfilled we are. What emoji is that, Daisy? Uh, maybe like eggs in a pan? No. What is that? But. That's weird. The reason, like we're so thrilled like to see things like that and to be, you know, reaffirmed that this is adding value to your life. For us and, and our entire team, that's what we live for, like legit. But it is because this group is giving you the tools to fall in love with yourself and 
to find love with regards to things that make you feel alive. Be it new movements, new skills, fitness, things that you're becoming passionate about. You guys all came into this group having so much love for others, but the rest of it was empty. No love for yourself. Maybe love to other things, but not like thrilling excitement. So you're learning, you're getting the tools to love yourself. You're putting yourself in programs that are helping you to learn new things that you become passionate about. And what that does is increases your quality of love because it completes the love equation. If you just love, love, love your kids, others, others, but you don't love yourself and you don't have like extracurricular activities that, you know, like just bring you harmony, fulfillment and challenge you at the same time, then your cup is not going to be full. And that's what we say. It's not just about workouts. It's not just about fitness. It's not just about, you know, looking a certain way. And that's why we say when it comes to weight loss, the way that you learn it here, it's not about the weight that you lose, but who you become in the process. You guys have already lost weight like 10 times in your life. I know. Nobody needs to help you know how to lose weight. But the reason why you gained it all back is because you weren't happy, you weren't fulfilled, you weren't in love with yourself. So you went for other things that made you feel better in the moment. Insert the things that you like to snack on at night. I'm gonna think through a thought. Okay. Out loud. Okay. I'm gonna speak through a thought. I tried to make some notes for myself to like make it more clear, but you know, one thing that I really do know 100% for sure, is that you can only receive the amount of love from somebody else that you have for yourself. Oh, hear me out. For example, when somebody says, oh girl, you look great. And you're like, thanks. And like, it feels good for a hot second. But then when you go home and you take your clothes off to get in the shower and you catch a glimpse of yourself in the mirror and you don't feel that way about yourself, what they said is completely invalid, completely invalid mm -hmm. because it doesn't matter mm -hmm. if you don't feel it about you. It doesn't matter that somebody else thinks that way. It's external only. If I feel a certain way about myself, which is going to be different than if I view myself or my body one way, Sarit's going to see it a different way, 100% and vice versa. We talked about it on Monday. Yeah. Uh huh. How many times have I said, man, I feel really like, I don't like to say I feel fat today because it's not about that. It's more of a relative statement. I feel like softer or bloated or like I have more body fat than usual or that I would like to have. Okay. And how many times have one of us made a statement like that? And the other one's like, Oh my God, well, I was actually thinking you looked incredibly lean today. Mm -hmm. How many times? 
right? So the way you perceive yourself is going to be very different. And if you are not confident with you, then whatever somebody else says is invalid. Okay. So that's step one. You can only receive the amount of love from somebody else that you have for yourself. That's one. Now, the law of reciprocity, you may think like, oh my gosh, you know, I love my family so much. And I don't doubt that you do actually. And this is why I'm just speaking through this thought, literally thinking out loud. But the law of reciprocity is basically you want to do unto others what has been done to you, right? If somebody treats you with respect, you want to reciprocate the respect back to them. If somebody is showing you love, but you can only receive the amount that you have for yourself, then the amount you have the ability to give back is how much? Only the amount that you have for yourself. I could be wrong, but I think this is a good thought. I think it's a great thought. The more you love yourself, it's the same concept of filling up your cup. The more you have in your cup, the more you have to give. So this is for some of the mothers out there who are you in the thought? Always. Okay, good. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's fine. I don't know what else to say. I was just thinking like when somebody shows you love, you want to show them love back. And there's an action that's clearly understood, right? If I give you a heartfelt kiss on the forehead, do you feel loved? Yeah. Great. And you can feel the action. But when she gives it back to me, I can feel it for a second. But how much do I keep? How much do I continue to remember? How much have I absorbed? Based off of how much I love myself. I don't know the answer. I'm just thinking out loud. So this is for like some of the mothers or like there are certain people that you're like I would die for them like your kids again I don't have a child yet but I can only imagine what that's going to be like I mean I have Boogie he's basically my child but how many moms do you know who would literally like walk to the moon and back for their kids and they will try to do it in 24 hours meanwhile they keep on repelling their kids. You know where I'm going with that? Well, I'm thinking about now the frustration that comes out into a child. I even think for myself, sometimes I'm like, boogie, ah, ah. But where is that coming from? Is it coming from him or is it coming from me? Is it coming from the thing that he did or my inability to control and create a loving state to react with love. Again, I don't know. <laughs> I'm thinking out loud. But these are thoughts that go through my head regularly, most of the time in the shower. I know you have good thoughts in the shower too. It's a great place to have good thoughts. You can't do anything else. There's no distractions. You can't be on your phone. Maybe in waterproof cases. I thought about doing a shower podcast one time. Remember? Yes, <laughs> uh -huh. Only from here up, guys.
dirty birds. From here up, shower thoughts with Aaron Atwood. <laughs> you can't write them down on paper when you're in the shower either. Shit gets so, wet, things tear. It's not good. So the amount of love in which you have for yourself, for others, and for other things that make you feel alive will dictate the amount of fulfillment that you have in your life. And the reason why I was bringing out the mom thing is because I've had a lot of conversations with a lot of women in my life. And so many times I hear them say like, you know, like talking about how their kids just repel them. And, you know, this is to be completely honest, my mom might be on the call right now, but there was such a big portion. Oh, and this is a good transition. There was a big portion in my life where like I could not stand her and she would do anything for me. And she would tell me that I would die for you. And I did not appreciate her. Like she repelled me. Is that the word? Repel is like, think about water on oil. Yeah. Yeah. Or like to, but would you say she repelled me or I repelled her? I don't know. That's a you answer. But here's why. Because for one, I didn't love myself. I knew that she had a lot of growth to do within her own self-love, just being like fully honest with you guys here. And for two, we didn't see things eye to eye. We had a disagreement. We had a disagreement about my way of life and who I was. See, because the expectation that she had was different from what reality showed her. And in my eye, I'm like, if you would have really loved yourself, then you wouldn't care about the expectation or what other people would think. So you'd let me be. And if you say that you really love me, you would understand me. And you would care more about under seeing where I'm coming from and what my experience is versus having the expectation that something that I'm doing, which is who I am, is wrong. So for literally nine years, I didn't even want to talk to her. And there was like a huge separation and gap between us. And I truly believe that unless you are wholeheartedly complete within yourself, you're always going to care more about what other people think about you, which is going to transfer to other relationships in your life. And it's going to bring down your level of fulfillment. Because if you wholeheartedly feel great about yourself, regardless of whatever you have going on, regardless if people on social media say you look like a troll because you look like a man, because you have muscles and you work out too much. I'm using the example from Instagram last night. If you're wholeheartedly complete with yourself, then you actually don't give a damn. And 
when you're interacting with other people, you're not going to judge them based on how they look, based on where they come from, based on whatever skin color they have, based on whatever God they believe in. You're like, you know what? Let me listen to them. Because you feel complete and whole within yourself. I think the reason why racism exists, the reason why there is this separation in the country is because people are not actually complete with themselves. So what they do is they try to look at the flaws of other people in order to justify why they're better than. Or to justify why they are in the position that they are in. Yeah. Think about it. I completely 100% agree. Any kind of hatred to anything, call it racism, whatever, you know, religions wanting to kill each other, like whatever it is, it all stems from a lack of happiness, fulfillment, and complete whole, like love for yourself. And, you know, some of that could be like, the way that people were brought up, you know, a lot of nurture, but ultimately we are responsible for ourselves. When we grow up, there might be baggage we're carrying with us. Guaranteed. Every single person has baggage. You don't get to choose the way your parents raise you. You don't get to choose if your parents even stay with you. A lot of people don't even have that luxury. We don't get to choose when we are dependent, but when we are independent, it is our responsibility to make better what was broken. Every single person goes into adulthood with some degree of brokenness. I don't care if you were born in, in wealth or poverty or a strict religious country. Every single person has baggage and every single person enters adulthood broken. What are you going to do about it? So when you come from that space and you don't take the responsibility, you now are unhappy and you take that unhappy, it becomes hate. And then you want to bring other people down to your level so that you, I'm not talking about you, people who are unhappy, people who have this degree of hate, like they want to bring other people down so that they feel better about being there rather than them putting their energy and lifting themselves up. Much of this also comes from, you know, what information are we consuming? It goes back to yesterday's conversation, you know, Everybody, you guys, everybody's consuming different information. And the reason we have disagreements is because we are simply choosing to believe different information. But at the end of the day, who the fuck even knows what's real? Who even knows what's real? He said this, she said that, they did this, that guy killed those people. And Do you actually know? Do we actually know? Were you there? Oh, there's evidence shown on the news, on the media. Were you there? Do you actually know?
So unfortunately, there's so much coming at us so fast. There is a statistic, and I don't have any idea of what it is, but how much information we consume on a daily basis just by default, by scrolling through kind of social media and stuff. Like, what is right? What is wrong? What is good? What is bad? What is, who even knows? At the end of the day, the game I play is, am I being a good person? Am I intentionally focusing on helping other people while also helping myself? Where a good deal is a deal where everybody wins. You know, am I kind? Do I have great intentions? You know, do I do my best? These are the ways that like, personally, I just judge my own decision-making. And this has gone like way on tangent, which is great, but I wanna bring it back around because you were talking about people not having love within themselves. It's easier sometimes to just make somebody else feel bad so that you feel better than just make yourself feel better without making somebody else feel bad, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And a good example of this is, imagine, I'll paint the picture. You're at dinner with your family, somebody's birthday, and you're all enjoying a nice meal, and you said, no to the drinks. You're not drinking. Why does it matter to you? No, I'm not drinking. Dessert comes around. Everybody's ordering chocolate cake, whatever, cheesecake, ice cream, whatever. No, thank you. You're not having dessert. Come on, live a little. Excuse me? Why do you care? I'll tell you. They care because they want to justify them eating it makes them feel better to try to make you feel bad to get you to do the behavior that they're doing so they feel better about the behavior that they're doing that's a very like mild version of this but then i would say you know something like complete hatred or racism is like the extreme version of that we gotta learn how to love ourselves first because if you didn't see the happiness episode Go back, but anyways, you know, it's like, if you're not happy, you don't treat other people like you want them to be happy. Yeah. Because just misery loves company. We've all heard that. Misery loves company. I don't want to be alone being sad. I'd rather be with somebody else being sad. But the important thing about that is you still want to be with somebody else. Why? Love. Let's go back to the definition of love. Why, even if you are upset, angry, not happy, would you want somebody else to be with you in that? Strong affection for another rising out of kinship or personal ties. Something agreed upon. A mutual agreement. You want somebody to agree with the state that you are in by showing you they're in the same state. So here's a theory. You can't love someone if you don't agree with them. Well, I'm not saying in a given circumstance, you could have a disagreement. But in general, you can't love someone if you don't have an agreement. Like for example, and there's different kinds of love, right? Like there is love for your child, there is love for your friend, there is love for your community. We have an immense amount of love for you guys. You know, there is love for one another. But, you know, for example, you know, let's take the fact of, you know, you like just being gay, 
Okay, like I understand that there is a whole spectrum of sexuality, but I'm fully confident in the fact that I'm raging gay woman, okay? <laughs> and I'm unapologetic about it. So, you know, here's the thing. Knowing that I'm a raging gay female, okay? Why my raging? ability to like intimately love a man is impossible because I don't agree on that like for me I don't see it being a thing that like I love men like that I don't I appreciate them I think that if they have a banging body I will I will make sure to tell them and maybe I want to be friends with them but I won't want to take them to the bedroom I see where you're going and I don't want to challenge that I don't disagree with that mm -hmm. but you're talking about intimacy you're talking about a romantic I'm in love with you kind of thing now or even friendship like how many of you guys like started? Hold up. Okay. Hold up. Okay. Who of you are not gay here have some degree of love for Sri and I? That's because they agree with the things that we say. Agreed upon, but not practiced. Okay. That makes sense. Like you guys are here and listening to us because you agree with what we have to say. I agree with that. I do. In my mind, I'm thinking practicing with, right? So somebody may have a certain religion. Maybe I don't agree with the things that you believe or do, but that doesn't mean I can't have a love for you as a human being. But I was thinking practicing, you're thinking just simply agreeing with. Got it. Not challenging. For example, how many of you guys, since, you know, depending on the level of extremity of how invested you are in your journey, the more invested you are, I guarantee you that the more relationships you've had to audit. Why is that? Because you no longer see things eye to eye with that person. You no longer agree. With You're not that. agreeing with their way, with their lifestyle. Yes. So it doesn't serve you. You let that go. Yes. You're and instead right. you've started forming, you know, different relationships with other people in this community because you're like, man, they get me. It's okay to disagree. I would say you can still love somebody though that you disagree with. I don't agree with what you're yes. doing, but I still respect you. I show my love through respect for you as a human. I think you're a good person. Doesn't mean I agree with what you're doing, but I can still love you for you. And I think the more you agree on things with someone, the more you can continuously develop that relationship. Like I guarantee you that you guys, like you have some friends who are more like acquaintances and you have some friends who are like probably just like very dear to your heart. Why is that? Is because the amount of things that you guys can agree on are different. So like the agreeing example, you guys, like I was born and raised in Israel. I come from the Middle East. Okay. The reason why the Middle East has this massive conflict and we're going to change that through this mission is because there's two religions believing two different things. And because they spend more time reading what other people believe rather than asking themselves and actually like being spiritual about it too. How should I act? What if this religion says this? Should I agree with everything? Because they're like so brainwashed on both sides that, you know, the book says this, the book says that you should do this. What ends up happening is a massive clash and people end up dying because of it. Literally kids that I grew up in who went to the army were killed because of that, trying to protect the borders of our country, which is insane. Why? Because there is hatred. 
Why? Because there's two territories believing different things. The more you believe in something, the more extremist you become. But if you don't take the time to, to acknowledge, okay, is this the whole truth? And you take the time to find out for yourself, what can I benefit from it? And what can I do to think for myself? Then now you could be making a difference. Like, for example, we had a conversation with Mariam. If I was to just see her based on her religion, I wouldn't have even wanted to interact with her. But because from my own personal development journey, I see something deeper than just the religion. I don't care about, you know, whatever her religion preaches. Because as far as I'm concerned, she and I, we are going on the same wavelength. But one would see from the outside, let's say there was an Instagram photo posted of her with an Israeli. Mm -hmm. You would think that, oh, this person's beliefs, that person's beliefs, this person's religion, that person's religion. Oh my God, no way. Mm -hmm. And I said yesterday, there's good people and there's bad people. And the reason why I was saying that is because you have to think for yourself. What is it that you believe in? And is something really wrong or is that just what certain people told you? The reason why there is hatred in this world is because people just haven't taken the time to understand how other people live. How many of you guys, this goes out to all of our Indian homies. I don't know if we have any like Indians in the house, but how many of you guys grew up being told that Indians are stinky because they love to cook with curry, which is amazing by the way. Okay, well, I was told that, just being completely I honest. was probably not told that because there's a little bit more, like... Shelterness. Guys, Americans tend to be a little bit more naive, and I'm speaking about myself as well. Do your best to get cultured. But let me tell you something. I, for one, Indians are brilliant. You know, in the world, like, on a global level, right, because just, like, India is extremely overpopulated, like, you know, Bill Gates is working on fixing the sewage system because of the overpopulation, like, the streets in big cities are really dirty, and it is an actual issue for them. Like a health issue. Yes, because of their culture and the foods that they cook, they cook with a lot of curry, which is incredible. And I don't know if you've ever eaten curry before, and I'm not talking about drenched in coconut milk. I'm talking about the curry spice. When you sweat, you smell that shit. So, you know, there is this stigma about Indians that they're stinky. When in fact, I'm like, have you ever tried to eat Indian food and see what that does to you and actually how delicious it is? I'd rather have Indian food over freaking pizza any day. So people are scared. Oh, don't talk to that person. They come from this place. They eat with their hands. They're dirty. You know what happens when you eat food with your hands? Connect. You connect with it better. And you wonder why they're not overweight like we are? Let me Until eat. I don't know how much I'm going to eat now, but I'm just going to scroll through Instagram the entire time. No wonder you're eating like a whale. Not feeling full. Because you're probably eating shit too. They're actually eating like nutrient-dense meals. So I have a question because I still kind of wanted to challenge what you said earlier about you can't love somebody if you disagree. So I want to ask a question rather than just challenge it. But would you say, true or false, Okay. you can disagree with somebody and still love them. Let's start there. You can disagree with somebody but still love them. Okay. That doesn't mean 
you need to spend time with them. You don't have to spend time with somebody to have a love for somebody as a human. I can love you for who you are, but because I don't necessarily agree with certain things that you choose, my choice is to not surround myself with you. I'm going to sound really blunt in this one. Okay. I think you're getting into the concept of care for someone, like especially maybe like a family member. Okay, that's fair. There is a difference between caring for someone and loving someone. Like, I love you. That is valid. And that's the challenge I was wondering. I'm not trying to say, hey, I'm right. That's my curiosity. Yeah. Is can this, but it makes so much more sense to differentiate care from a love, like a deep love. And I was thinking, okay, the opposite of love would be hate. Hate is just perverted love. So hate says more about the person hating than it does about the person they are hating on. And I'm like, okay, but I don't think of myself as a hateful person, but if I don't like really love somebody, but I don't hate them, what would I be indifferent? Like, meh, like, okay, you live your life. I'll live mine. Okay, that's it. Just like, don't care. I think care and don't care. <laughs> love, care, indifferent, don't care, hate. Yes. I just made a continuum. Love, care, indifferent, don't care, hate. Mm -hmm. And with each individual we encounter, where are we at on that spectrum? Yeah. I think depending on how much you agree with someone, the more you intensify the love for something. I'm wondering, so one of my favorite things is when somebody comments some stupid comment on one of our Instagram or social media things. My favorite thing is to comment back in a way. My intention is to comment back. All we need is love. Everybody. Bum, ba, da, da, da. All you need is love. Bum, ba, ba, da, da. All we need is love. Love. Love is all we need. Actually. I pulled up the lyrics to that song because I found it very interesting. I didn't even know actually what all the other lyrics were to that song. I was saying something initially, but I was wondering about myself. Hey, so when, okay, example, yesterday, there was a reel on Instagram of me doing some dips on this cool like beach little workout park area, Hollywood Beach in Florida. Somebody commented, don't know who they are, is it just me or when a woman works out too much, it's unattractive? I said, yeah, it's just you. Unattractive is an opinion. Like, what do you say to that? What do you say to that? You know what they said to that? Well, sometimes it is and sometimes it isn't. Perfect. You just made yourself look like a royal idiot. A royal idiot. A royal idiot. I say royal because I want to try to have respect, but I'm struggling. A royal idiot. It's better than just an idiot. <laughs> Great. So anyways, moving on. King idiot. Like my goal is literally to get them to like not know what the fuck to say back. Like, oh. One time somebody was like, is that a man or a woman? And I was like, close. Tranny. Oh, I didn't know I was. No, what did I say? Did you put a woman's head on a man's body? I said, yeah, how did you know? He's like, oh my God, I didn't know that I would get it right. And I said, yeah, because your intention was to be a dick. <laughs> what now? Anyways, okay, there's nothing you can do that can't be done. 
There's nothing you can sing that can't be sung. Nothing you can say, but you can learn how to play the game. It's easy. Nothing you can make that can't be made. No one you can save that can't be saved. Nothing you can do, but you can learn how to be you in time. It's easy. All you need is love. It's true. Love is Nothing you can do that you can't learn how to be you. Nothing you can do, but you can learn how to be you in time. It's easy. All you need is love. Let's go to the next verse. There's nothing that you can know that isn't known. Nothing you can see that isn't shown. There's nowhere you can be that isn't where you're meant to be. It's easy. All you need is love. And I was like, dude, the Beatles got it down. That's why they were so incredible. What they're saying is you can fucking do anything. You need to just learn how to be you and know that where you are is where you're meant to be. And it's easy to discover that if you have love. Yep. But every successful person, you guys, they all think this like, I can do anything. I can be whatever I want to be. This reality is my own to create however I want to create it. I need, it's all about personal growth and development, finding out who you are, what you love, what you're good at, and how to make money doing that. You have all the things. Great relationships, why? Because you've personally grown and developed yourself. Great career, why? Because you're doing what you love and are passionate about and that you're good at. Finances, you've learned how to make money doing what you're good at. Fulfillment, and if you are in that place, everybody's gonna say you work too hard, but you don't think of it all as work. Some of it feels like work, I'm not gonna lie, but you don't think of it all as work. How many times we've been told Oh, wow, you guys work too much. Oh, you work so late. Oh, you work you work so hard. Oh, take a break. Oh, have a drink. Oh, take a day off. Oh, you think that way because you haven't found what you're passionate about. And I feel sad for you. And I hope that you find it. Yeah, because you got too much time to waste. So you're too concerned about what other people are doing. Stay in your lane. I'm like, you do you, boo. I do me. I'm happy. Are you? If you're not happy, don't tell other people what they need to do to find the level of happiness you're seeking because they might already have it. Oh, no, she didn't. Oh, no, she didn't. You guys, you guys, you guys, you guys. You know what? All you need is love. Guys, sometimes like you need to feel so much love from somebody else before you can learn how to feel it for yourself. And my hope, I can only speak for myself in this kind of conversation, is just to open your mind and open your eyes and open your being to question, like, where is the love I have for me? What is the development I'm doing on myself? How am I becoming a better person? Just in general, for myself, for my family, for my future. Like, what am I doing that's fulfilling me? To become present, to become aware. I feel extremely fortunate that for some reason, we've been able to find what so many people are seeking. And my biggest desire and dream is to help other people discover that for themselves by thinking through the processes that have gotten us to where we are. So... You guys, if you appreciated today's conversation, all that we ask is just help us to spread the word. If you're finding value in this, if you're in love with this mission, if you care about this mission, then just share it, share it, share it. You're going to be rewarded for it.
It was also brought to my attention just very recently that a word that I used was offensive in the LGBTQ community. So if I offended anybody, I really apologize. That's my naiveness and I didn't mean to hurt anybody. Thank you for understanding. Okay. And the reason I apologize for that offensiveness is because I didn't know and I didn't mean it. So it came out. Sometimes I offend people by the truth and I'm not sorry for that. This one I'm sorry for. So you guys have yourselves a beautiful day. Always feel free to call me out when I say things that, well, maybe not. Sometimes I mean to say things. Thank you for tuning in today. We super, super appreciate you all. Have the utmost love and respect for you guys and want the absolute best for you. So that's it for today. Hope you enjoyed this episode and we will catch you guys tomorrow. Bye. Bye, Bye guys. Thank you for listening to Espresso with Erin and Suri. On your way out, be sure to check out our website, erinandsuri.com, to keep up to date with what we have going on and maybe grab some free stuff. And if you feel so inclined, hop on over to leave us a five-star review. Wink, wink. And remember, life is more fun when you subscribe to Erin and Suri.